This is Joan Bonney speaking. I'm going to speak to you today about the subject of dealing with destructive thoughts. Everyone has destructive thoughts that come into their minds. There is a spiritual way to deal with those. In John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus said, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I receive quite a few invitations from ministers around the United, well, around the world, actually, to come and speak to their churches and to come and speak to their ministers. And I would just love to do that. But I'm 82 years old. If I traveled to these places around the world, it would kill me. Now, who would want to kill me? The devil would like to kill me. So I have to understand this would destroy me. You have to understand what will destroy you in whichever situation you're in. Several years ago, my mother had a dream where I came to visit her and I was driving this huge white recreational vehicle. I was out there circling this vehicle to protect it. I knew immediately that was the ministry to which I have been appointed. There are certain people that would try to stop the ministry. There were many people that would try to stop me from speaking. They are well-intentioned Christian people, church people. But they would want to stop me from speaking because either they don't agree with what I'm saying, some of them, some of my relatives who have been raised in Church of Christ do not believe that women should be speaking at all on radio or anything else to the church. They mean well. These are not, in my opinion, evil people. They have a different doctrine. And Jesus said to his disciples in John, I believe it's 16. Let me find that. It is in John 16, verse 2. Jesus said, The time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God service. When I'm speaking to you on these uh, podcasts or anywhere else, I am led by the Holy Spirit. I don't plan ahead what I'm going to say to you. I might know the general subject, like I know today's general subject is dealing with destructive thoughts, but I don't know the exact order of the scriptures or the examples. I depend on the Holy Spirit to bring that to my mind. And when he reminds me of a scripture, I speak it. A few minutes ago, he reminded me of this scripture in John chapter 2. The time cometh, says Jesus, that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. I have to be aware of that 
those things and those people which can harm this ministry. When it is a person who can harm the ministry, like my cousin, I just avoid her to protect the ministry. I've had people in our own church group who have risen up against me from time to time through the past 40 years. I have to protect this ministry. So these ministers all around the the world, really, all around the world were sending me emails inviting me to come and speak to their church groups or speak to their ministers at conferences. I knew it would kill me. I can't travel like that, especially out of the United States. I knew it would destroy me to do this. So I prayed and I said, Oh God, I wish you would just give me something very concrete which would settle me down on this issue and keep me from doing these things that would hurt me. I can't travel like that in person around the world at my age. And I heard immediately from God this, the cat I said, oh, yes, the cat. I can't leave the cat and go all over the world. That's something very concrete. She has to have attention. I laughed because I really expected something a little higher level like a scripture. But that was enough to ground me. Don't even entertain the idea. This will destroy you. Then there are destructive thoughts that come from fears The devil will send things to try to get you to do exactly opposite from that which God wants you to do because devil is antichrist, opposite to Christ. So when God gives you something to do, very often there will be thoughts as to why you cannot do that. In January 2020, Pam Paget, who does all of our technical work on our books, had a word from God, which was podcast. A couple of days after receiving that word from God, she came to me and told me what she had heard. I said, well, you better check into this. I had wanted to go on radio. I had been on radio back in the 80s for several years, and I wanted to go on radio, and I prayed about it. God brought Pam this word podcast. I don't know that I had ever seriously heard the word podcast before or entertained what is a podcast. Pam found all about it and found that we could do these verbal exhortations. And I was then quite interested in it. So she worked it out technically for me to speak to you today. Is it the will of God for me to speak to you? Yes, I believe it is. After I thought about radio, 
And even after we heard the word podcast, I had some thoughts come. Maybe you're too old. Maybe your voice is not good enough to record messages anymore. At your age, you might not be able to do that. We believed with all our heart that the word podcast was from the Spirit of God. Is God going to tell us to do something that we can't do? No, of course not. Where is that thought from that tells me maybe I'm too old, my voice won't be as good as it was in the 1980s? Where is that from? Why, it's from a devil trying to stop me from making this recording. Is the Holy Spirit in me defective because of my age? Of course not. The Holy Spirit doesn't have any age. Do I have information to share with you? Absolutely. So you sort through the things that are negative. Now, God could give you a warning. I've had warnings before. I had a dream back in 1982, which showed me I was in great danger. And I heard, don't go until you see Exodus 15. I knew God was showing me it would be dangerous for me to go out and continue to have public meetings for the church. There are church people who would kill us, if at all possible, because they have a different doctrine and they want to stop us. So, yes, there can be danger out there, even today. And God warned me at that time I was in danger. So I didn't go out that whole year. I didn't go out at all. I just made radio broadcasts and uh, kept kept my radio broadcasts going from coast to coast. So yes, there can be a warning this from God, but so many of the negative thoughts that we have are from the devil. As far as I know, thoughts come from three sources. They can come from our own flesh. They can come from devils, or they can come from God. And, of course, we want to choose the thoughts that are from God. I think very often the devil lines up with our own flesh to encourage us in ways that are not good for us. Even simple things like you're out shopping. Oh, you could do one more stop. You can make one more stop. Wear that person out. Drain that person physically. Then when the person gets home, he or she will snap more at its mate, at its children. It'll be more grouchy. It'll destroy you. You will not get proper rest if you can just add one more trip that day to another store. That kind of thing. It lines up with our flesh. It often lines up what we've been taught in the world. Because in, when you were a student, weren't you taught grin and bear it, fight your way forward, go on, you can do it, go through that brick wall, you can do it. The harder it is, the better it is. 
God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. Matthew chapter 11 verse 30. One of the ways you know the wisdom from God is it's easy to be entreated. Would it be an easy yoke for me at the age of 82 to travel to Africa to speak the gospel? Absolutely not. Just the plane trip would be hard. Just getting from my home to the plane would be hard. And nowadays it would be impossible for me. But God has provided another means for me to go all over the world. I can go all over the world every day with our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Is that easy? Absolutely. It's very easy for me to write exhortations. And now he has provided this podcast for us to go all over the world and speak to you. You can do certain things with your voice that you can't do in writing. And the inflection sometimes shows you the truth. I think you can hear the spirit behind the message that I'm speaking to you today. And it is a good spirit. I try to always write in the right spirit. I work very hard to be sure the right spirit is in the message that I write on the blog and in books. I write books for Amazon on Amazon. But you can really hear it in my voice, even if a voice is not as good as it used to be. But I'm going to have to just say The message is there. Forget the voice. The message is there. Because I know it's a devil trying to get me to stop by reminding me of my voice. The message is the important thing. Dealing with destructive thoughts. You have to be able also to evaluate which ideas are from God. The main way I evaluate the ideas that are from God is, is it too expensive to do this? If it is, then there must be another plan. There are ministers who have written to me saying, I'm going to give a Bible to every person who comes to my meeting. Send me your money to pay for Bibles. Well, If this is a plan from God, you would have the money already to pay for the Bibles and you don't have to beg the church for money. So that is one way to evaluate the ideas from God. Can I really afford to do this? Will this put a financial burden on me or anyone else? If it does, then find another way. Stop and pray. God, if you really want me to do this, I need another way to go that will not put a burden on everybody. And let your thoughts be established. Let God work with you. Sometimes he will speak immediately, and other times we have to wait for the information and let us be guided by the Holy Spirit step by step and work it out. Another thing that I know 
is that if this plan is from God, it won't be too complicated. It will be relatively simple. If it's too complicated, I always back off from the plan. I know I don't have the plan of God. So if it's too expensive or too complicated or too difficult, I pray and look for another way to go. One thing that helps so much with dealing with negative thoughts is this. Learn to pray, not my will, but thy will be done. So often, negative thoughts come from our own desires. And sometimes our desires are not the will of God for us. When we learn that God will lead us in the very best way and our own desires could take us in a way that is not good. We learn to trust God more. There's another very important point and that is God knows what lies ahead. Your friends, your relatives, your pastor, you could go to every one of them for counsel and it could be wrong for you. You can go to God for his wisdom and it will be guaranteed to be right for you. We have a guarantee from God in James chapter 1 verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. It's an absolute guarantee. James said, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Well, how do you ask in faith? You ask in faith by believing that God will answer your prayer that he will give you wisdom when you ask for wisdom. When we are facing something and we aren't sure what to do, and we ask God to show us what to do, do you believe that God wants to show us the way to go? His will? Of course he does. We should have no problem asking in faith because we know God would want to show us what to do. If you would take James chapter 1 verse 5 and just keep it in front of you day and night until you can really believe that God will give you wisdom when you ask him for wisdom, that's a basis for prayer. So many of the destructive thoughts that come to us are because God has shown us to do something and the devil doesn't want us to do it. Or because our own flesh wants to do something and God is trying to pull us back because it would be destructive for us. If you have children and you give them a bar of candy and they want more candy, the time comes that you will stop them from eating candy. That's enough candy. Well, we're the same way. 
we want more and more and more sometimes, and it's not good for us. And God will put the brakes on and hold us back. Jesus talked about surfeiting in the last days. That's overindulgence. Let's look at that scripture. It's in Luke 21, verse 34. Jesus said, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, watch yourself. Watch yourself. Don't get overtired. Don't get overdue. Don't get overtired. Surfeiting is overindulgence. Too much television Some television is fine. Too much television is not fine. Some books are fine to read books, but just too much. Some shopping, too much shopping is surfeiting. You get worn out with things like that and you make the wrong decisions. So he's warning us, don't let your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness. Well, I don't drink at all. I I don't like the taste of alcohol. If you do drink in moderation, it's be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit of God is another scripture. Paul advised Timothy to take a little wine for his stomach's sake, but he said a little wine. Um, So drunkenness, of course, you can't do that. And cares of this life. This, you know how fast this life is going to end In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says, When Jesus returns for the church, first the dead in Christ will will rise and meet Jesus in the air. And then we who are alive and remain on the earth at the time Jesus comes will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. In the blink of an eye, we'll be changed. I want you to blink your eye right now. That's how fast it'll be over. And we'll be taken off this earth. All this focus on the cares of this world. Well, we should be praying instead of focusing on our cares. If we have any type of concern whatsoever right now, we should be praying and depending on God to give us peace and to give us the answer for that and to to get us restored to a state of peace. For that is the state in which we must continue to live each day, all day long. And when trouble comes, what do we do? We want to panic. We do panic. I panic. And then I get a grip on myself and say, wait a minute. Stop. Stop. Pray. And when I pray, every time God settles me down and gives me something to help me, it could be a scripture. Very often it's a scripture. But he helps me. That's, um, we'll end this uh, podcast with that and pick up tomorrow. This is Joan Boney speaking, and I do want to tell you that every one of the scriptures that I have quoted today that the Holy Spirit has called to my mind We have printed them out for you 
on our blog. If you will go to our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations, the very first thing you will see on our blog is podcast. Tap on that, and you could hear this broadcast again and follow along with each of the scriptures that have been brought to my attention. So once again, go to our blog to see all of the scriptures in writing, Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Be sure and put that word exhortation on. Exhortations. And you will be able to pull up our blog. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.